What's up, guys? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Reggie's Expressions, how you guys doing? It is a interesting week. Oh, now? Now you want to turn on whatever you got to turn on over there? People next door. I'm trying. That might be. My garage is right downstairs. Y'all might not be able to hear that. Anyway, <clears throat> what's going on? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions, and I just want to tell you guys, happy Sunday. <laughs> um, you guys will be watching this on Monday. Um, shout out to everybody who listened to the episode uh, yesterday, uh, last week about uh, respectability politics. I hope it gave you a little bit of an insight on what that looks like in our community and how black people really can be, you know, that could really affect us and how we navigate this world, you know? Um, so I appreciate that. I appreciate uh, you guys. As you can see, uh, donations aren't necessary. It is free for you guys to watch, come in, chime in. But if you're feeling um, compelled, you can, Send it to the Cash App. It is listed right there, okay? Also, on my social media, you guys have noticed that my page has changed maybe just slightly. You can send stars as well. Um, at the end of the day, you know, none of that is required. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that it wouldn't be nice. Um, I, I do kind of consider myself a, a bit of an influencer, um, and you can consider that to be arrogant or whatever the case may be. But um, I think that my experience that I have matters. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I think it makes a big difference in terms of uh, I think it helps people to kind of consider things that they hadn't considered in the past. So um, I don't take what I what I have and what I'm doing lightly. OK, so as you guys can see, I have my. Reggie's uh, Mobile Notary, which I am getting new shirts. Uh, shout out to the homie who actually made my new um, logo. Uh, really quickly, let me, let me show y'all here. And I know I said it was, you know, bidding per it goes back and forth. But you know what? It depends on what informs me for that week. So we're going to talk about it all. And I'm not holding myself to that, uh, that, um, that behavior I'm looking at. Let's see. Here we go. This is one of them. It's probably going to be really tough for you to see. Uh-oh. You guys on here can't see it, 
because you're listening to it, but they can. I'm recording. That is my new logo. It is beautiful. Got some new shirts that are coming in. I'm really excited about that. It's like, you know, sometimes I get in my head about spending money on things like that because it's like, dang, Reggie, I mean, really, why we, what's the point? You know, we still trying to make money over here and how you, you know what, it's just for me to gain a better footing in this world and, and, and be able to continue to do what I ultimately, ultimately want to do, which I have come to uh, realize is to be a service of people, whether that be in a, you know, the wedding capacity, whether that be in helping people face to face and, you know, the notary capacity or, you know, just doing this by just being selfless with, you know, my experience and telling, telling it like it is, you know, um, there is a level of freeness that I get from being able to do that and being able to see other people, um, uh, you know, be happy. I'm not going to lie. There might be a little bit of narcissism in that, you know, where I, you know, <laughs> where I, you know, who do I think I am that I can do this in this way and think that it's on a higher level that may be speaking to the arrogance in me, but you know, at this, at this point it is what it is and you can choose to fuck with it or not or not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's up to you, but for those of you who decided to stick around join us, um, last week was an interesting week. Uh, uh, well, it was pretty low key. I had a wedding on uh, last Monday. Uh, it was really fun, really interesting. The scary story of it all. It wasn't really a scary story, but it was an awkward moment where I was in a church and um, they asked who the minister is. And, you know, I always get this energy when it comes to black folks because people think, well, black folks think, a lot of us think that officiant is ministry, pastor, uh, you know, somewhere along the religious line of things. And I'm not super religious, okay? The basis of... I'm not religious at all. I am spiritual. I like to think that I'm spiritual in a way. Um, to explain my experience towards how I feel about God um, and the Bible, and I've said this before on here, I don't look at the Bible as source material to base how people should act and be in this world from a book that is over 4,000 years old. It doesn't take in consideration of nuances. It doesn't take in consideration modern experience, the modern experience and how things change. So I can't necessarily align myself with something in a way so strongly that doesn't offer nuances. A lot of times with the Bible, it's all or nothing. I go back to uh, 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 homosexuality and how homosexuality uh, is, you know, to a man to lie with the man is an abomination, you know, um, in Leviticus. And, you know, to we've all heard the conversations about how homosexuality didn't come into existence into the 1940s. What they were talking about was something completely different. They were talking about eunuchs and not necessarily eunuchs, I'm sorry, uh, well, eunuchs, um, but talking about men laying with 
boys, which is more pedophilia than it is homosexuality and how it is present day translated into that and how the powers that be has changed it into something that really wasn't considered a huge thing back in the day. Homosexuality has been in existence since the beginning of time. There's stories told and written, you know, where some of the kings and uh, um, kings that existed did have, you know, men as, uh, what do you call it? You know, they're, they're uh, I was going to say concubine. Maybe that does apply. I don't know. But, you know, have sexual partners with men and all this other stuff. So for for that particular reason, I don't really hold the Bible as literature to live life on. I think it's unrealistic in ways. Um, I, and again, like I said, most importantly, it doesn't take in consideration of nuance. So I say all that to say that because there's some inconsistencies and, you know, the idea was that this was written by these men who God spoke to, you know, recently or spoke to then. We ain't got no new people that has heard the voice of God. And that's as, ba as basic as it gets to me when it comes to why I don't necessarily align the way I live with how the Bible teaches. Right. So that's another story for another episode. But. <clears throat> I say that to say, you know, a lot of black folks, you know, still follow the lane of religiosity um, and it plays out when they get married or, you know, um, you know, funerals and things like that, um, that it goes back to being as, you know, seen as the most religious thing and, you know, all of that. So I was hired by this couple that just found me on Google. And they were a very sweet couple. Um, I didn't do any couples counseling, which, yes, that is something that I do, or anything like that with them. They were hiring me specifically for a job, and it was right down the street. So anyway, um, we were there. I get there a little early. Um, and the bishop um, that was there was like, oh, who's the minister? And I said, I am, like, sheepishly, like, I am. And he goes... Oh, you the minister? I said, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a minister. I am ordained. So um, he goes, oh, he comes over to me. Where do you minister? And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, mm, mm -hmm, mm -mm. and he goes, oh, oh. And then I, I take a moment to go in and kind of express myself to him, you know, because I am awkward in that instance where sometimes when I, I felt like I needed to justify myself. I didn't have to. I didn't need to, but I did. And he even, you know, stated that. But I, I explained to him that I am an ordained minister. Obviously, that's super easy. You know, anybody can do that. You know, I felt, you know, that it would add a little validity to, you know, what I do, you know, as uh, a wedding officiant, which it does. You know, I, I, I am about marrying your person, whoever that may be, whether that be masculine, feminine, it doesn't matter. Like, or I'm sorry wrong choice of words, lesbian, um, trans, um, gay, straight, all of that. I'm all for it. I'm all for self-expression. So, you know, I, I, I do feel that I am a minister in that way. Um, you know, and I understand that it's not lost on me that there's huge, a huge responsibility behind what I do. 
but I also have to make sure that I don't place how I feel about, you know, about a particular situation or relationship because I want them to come to their own decision. I think I've gotten a little too far off of what I wanted to say. But anyway, uh, what I'm trying to do, I'm telling them specifically about the story. So, you know, I, I explained to him, he said, you don't have to. I said, well, I feel like I need to. And I, and I will, if you don't mind. I explained to him how I, you know, became this. And I, I told him, I said, to me, this is my way of being of service to people. I expressed, you know, how my mom passed away. I wanted to leave something that would be considered, you know, her legacy, extending her legacy, you know, from just, you know, having me as her son and then passing away. And, um, you know, I'm not like super religious and we didn't really get into detail. I just kind of expressed that to him after I got done. I went back over to him and we talked a little bit more. He did cite, you know, a few sources in the scripture about how lost uh, he felt that we are and um, other things. So, you know, I didn't really align with him that much. But, you know, he was saying that I should probably continue my tutelage, you know, or find someone that can tutor me into, you know, being a better, I guess, efficient in, in recognizing the weight behind the religiosity of what I do and how I need to kind of, or at least that is what I felt that he was pushing or not pushing, wrong choice of words, so what he was trying to say, I guess. So anyway, long story short, I married them and it was a very good ceremony. I, you know, enjoyed it. You know, I always get people who come back after it saying that was a great job. I appreciate what you do. Kind words, yada, 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 yada. And I'm appreciative of that. And I know that I'm a vessel to being able to get people to that point, um, you know, of, of realize, not realizing, but getting to that point of like, okay, I want to marry this person and I want to be with them forever. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I hope in some way that that kind of shakes out. But I, that was how my week started. The rest of the week kind of went as it would uh, normally. I worked. Um, I had to work this weekend. Um, I did not gain any new business this week. I did a couple. I think Carlos did a uh, uh, notary um, signing on Sunday. No, not Sunday, but Thursday. Um, so he did that and, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was low key. I do sometimes get, I get down about not pulling the customers. Now, when I say I didn't gain any new customers, it doesn't mean that customers didn't reach out to me. What it means is, is I didn't take on any new clients. So, you know, I've had an opportunity to speak with the numerous amount of people, but, you know, I, 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 some people just feel like, I, or I don't really know what they think, but typically I reach out to them, let them know what my price includes, and then I tell them my price and then it stops. Um, I haven't really done a deep dive analysis. I mean, I've thought maybe I'm too expensive or maybe I'm, you know, not expensive enough. I've thought a multitude of things and I don't really have an answer to why it is, um, I just know that I'm going to continue and commit to, to, to pushing, you know, my brand of, of what I do out there with the hopes that people will start to align more because this isn't just a hobby, which y'all know I got a whole bunch of hobbies out there, but this is not, this is beyond a hobby at this point. I've been, 
involved in this for uh, over a year and I still have the same energy and, you know, tenacity that I had when I got my first wedding. So that hasn't changed. But, you know, I have to tell myself that every customer isn't your customer. And imagine if everybody said yes and how busy you would be, it would not probably align with what you want. And, you know, that's the quickest way to get burned out. And at one point in the month of October of 2022, I did. I did get a little burned out, you know. So I have to make sure that I maintain positivity and understand that, you know, I have to pace myself. So I don't think what I've gotten, you know, what I've done so far this month is a, is, is a small feat. I did three weddings, performed three weddings and booked three. So, you know, it's fine. It's fine. So, um, Interesting. But yeah, there's that. I mean, so the week was pretty low-key. Um, the unfortunate part about this weekend is, or at the latter part of the week, is we, you know, learned of five black men in Memphis, Tennessee that were fired and arrested for killing uh, Tyree um, Nichols. And how unfortunate. I did get a chance to watch the video. I didn't watch it all the way through. Um, mostly because I just couldn't, you know, stomach that. Um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's just very sad that we're at a place now. Um, we're, nothing seems to have changed since, you know, 2020 where George Floyd had passed away. You know, the fact that. You know, the last two years, the amount of people being killed by the hands of police, you know, due to uh, brute force, unnecessary force, it has grown uh, exponentially um, in the last two years. And it just seems like, you know, being docile and being quiet is, is not the route anymore. You know, what does it take to start having real conversations to rein this in and stop this senseless killing. You know, I've heard where people have tried to make this a black on black crime. And unfortunately, that is the biggest crock of shit that I've ever heard. And, you know, I it, it's it's it it when people who when people are saying that that is black on black crime, they're ignorant. Number one. Number two, they're just throwing up something that they heard uh somebody else say it's not a thought is devoid of thought and it's just something that has just been thrown down your throat you know and you're spewing that same erroneous um rhetoric out to justify a killing that had nothing to do with that you know it, it's white supremacy can show up in many forms, you know? It is what we here in America have been indoctrinated in. That's what this world has been about, about white supremacy, you know? And a lot of people think because slavery doesn't exist anymore and Jim Crow laws isn't the case that people can say and do or that 
these things don't exist. It, it don't, you know, and you know, what's, what's interesting. And I, I Sean King brought this nuance uh, together. You know, they had a new um, DA or something like that, that basically ran on the election saying that he was going to hold policemen accountable which probably had everything to do with the swiftness of those guys being fired and also have, you know, something to do with the swiftness of, of those guys being charged and all that other stuff. But I don't think that, I think that has a lot to do with it. But at the same time too, I think it just shows another way black folks are the victim of of this hypocrisy that exists in this world. Uh, we've seen a whole bunch of example, um, you know, the cops with Breonna Taylor, how they were, you know, only charged with wanton uh, endangerment or something along those lines. And, and, you know, none of them were charged with her murder when they clearly murdered her. Um, we saw with Derek Chauvin, you know, how, you know, that process wasn't as swift. Um, we saw with, uh, you know, the, the specific um, people or the cops in Colorado, you know, with, um, you know, the gentleman, gosh, the, the massage therapist. I can't think of his name. And, you know, forgive my mind and not my heart. Um, Zachary, I want to say Zachary, that might not be it. I'm sorry. Um, but that gentleman, I mean, they, they weren't charged. They weren't charged. And we can't help but call that out when we think of this. And we, again, we are victims of the hypocrisy. And, you know, that is sad to be a talking point. There was another person, there was a white gentleman who tased him. That was also there. There hasn't been any names or any charges at all of that person, you know, for people to, you know, willingly say, you know, see, this isn't a race problem. Yeah, it is. Yes. White supremacy can show up in min many different ways and uses, you know, uh, black folks to perpetuate it moving forward often. And it's just sickening. Um, it's just sickening. Uh, um, another thing that uh, came into my purview was the conversation between Van Lathan and uh, Emmanuel Echo, 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 Echo. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I think it was a very good conversation to have. I mean, people can talk about how passionate Van was and how the point was missed, but I think that he he hit a point with the fact that we can't sit down and be docile and make other resolve or uh, a absolve other you know white people for you know feeling you know less racist we can't do that like we aren't here to teach people and uh emmanuel echo a couple years ago had this really at the time supposed to be groundbreaking this happened during the pandemic in 2020 where he was it was a uncomfortable conversations with the black man and he was the black man and a lot of times his conversations lack depth. And I remember sitting down because I was excited about watching it and getting about 15 minutes into the uh, episode with him and Oprah and hearing how he, it sounded. And it was just like, this is ain't this, this 
to me at the time I didn't know how to articulate it, but it 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 digs into respectability politics. You know what I'm saying? It it goes straight to that. And it, you know, the more even kill and docile a black person can be, the better received the messages from white folks. When we have a reason to be upset, we have a reason to, to, to be angry about what we're going through, especially those of us who are in the South, you know, the ones that, you know, Florida and Georgia and, and, and North Carolina and Alabama and, and all those places, because it's a different brand and breed of racism down here, you know, Um so, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, man. It's extremely unfortunate. And I just I I'm glad that Van Lathan got an opportunity to speak what I think a lot of people really wanted to say, but were conflicted by it because they wanted to have those conversations. What was supposedly uncomfortable but wanted it to have a little bit more discord than what was there. It just seemed like he was just answering questions that white people had. And, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I didn't know what it was at the time, and I never watched another episode after I saw with, but I brought it up yesterday, and it just reeked of, and I saw a couple, um, you know, not many clips, but I went back and I saw some things. Um, but, you know, it basically brings into play the different ways that people can attack, you know, uh, this thing called racism and white supremacy. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm on the side of Van because I, I feel like, you know, for someone who feels very strongly about respectability politics, I know that doesn't work. And it, you know, it just comes from a place of fear a lot of times because that was survival for us back in the day. That's what we, that's how we had to survive. And even then it wasn't, you know, it wasn't palatable. It wasn't uh, reasonable. And I think that he has said, he said a lot of what people wanted to say to this gentleman. And yeah, maybe there were some misses and it came off a little bit more angry than it should. But I think that that is a sentiment that a lot of black folks share. And, um, you know, there's been some missteps by, you know, uh, Emmanuel Ake, and I just felt like it, it needed to be said. So I'm kind of glad that uh, that conversation is is said, and I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, digging deeper into other conversations and listening to other conversations about their conversation. Um, but I, I personally, I'm on the side of uh, Van uh, Lathan with this one. So I'm going to go ahead and go, guys. I'm going to cut this short. This is going to be a horrible, horrible ending. <laughs> and for that, I apologize, but it'll leave you wanting more. I intended to go a little bit deeper, but I have to go because I have an appointment and I also have a notary appointment too. So I will talk with you guys later. It has been my pleasure. Continue to listen. You can find me on all social media, Reggie's Expressions on Facebook and YouTube. And you can also find me on Reggie's uh, uh, R-E-G-G-E-E-S dot expressions on Instagram. All right. And you can check me on RL uh, Socorro Garno on social media as well. So enjoy your day. I apologize for it ending abruptly, but this is my bad for not planning accurately. You guys have a good rest of your day. Peace. Bye.
Reggie's Expressions is brought to you by Soko Garn Productions, LLC.